Tom and Mike. Thomas. Michael. Hey, you know what? I have to bring this up because I got a call yesterday from some, a listener, happened to be a, a friend of mine, a female friend who was listening to the show. And she said the other day when you asked Thomas who the greatest male singer was, she said to herself, what the hell's wrong with us? So she's right, Thomas. I didn't ask about a woman. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Who is the greatest female singer? Okay. You know what? I know you. I know your tastes. Can I make a prediction who you're going to say? Okay, sure. Knowing the way I know you and knowing how much you love show tunes, I'm going to say you're, you're going to say, <laughs> tell me if I'm wrong, Ethel Merman. No. <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, <laughs> you are wrong. Was I close? Maybe a little bit. Carol Channing? No. Damn. Barbara Streisand. Okay. Greatest female voice of all time. It's pure. It's perfect. Come on. Perfect pitch. Yeah, you know what? I was thinking about it because it was hard, much harder for me to come up with a, a female singer. Not Actually, it was the opposite for me. It was harder to come up with a male singer. You know what? I didn't even think of Barbara Streisand, but you're right. I would put her neck and neck with, you know who I'm going to say, buddy, because you know my taste in music. I have the, no clue. The Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. Oh, yeah. I mean, she might not have the best voice as far as pitch and all that kind of stuff or tone, or, but boy... Could she build out a song? Tom and Mike. So, what's up, my friend? I know, I know another quick question for you. When you and Karen you're are watching... You're just full of... You're so inquisitive. Yeah. When you and the Karen, Inquisitor. When you and Karen are watching TV at night, right? Yeah. And you're either on your couch in the den, or you're up in that beautiful bedwar of yours in bed watching TV, what is the protocol for the channel changer? Does it sit there in the middle of the bed and whoever wants to grab it, grab it? Do you being the dominant male, have it in your hand. Tell me how that works in the Kent family household. I am the king of the <laughs> clicker. Ah, they don't call me the king of the clicker for nothing. It's, you're the king of your castle, aren't you, buddy? I am. No, seriously. So she, she doesn't even argue the point. She releases the control of the remote to me. You are too much. So why are you surprised? What about in your family? Claire is the domineering one. No, she she is very uh, ambivalent. She first of all, we're very simpatico in our in our what we watch on TV, and she constantly is reading on her iPad, which you tell her not to do. Books are doing a crossword, but she watches out of one eye. But I get sometimes I get a little bit, um, let's say. <laughs> I feel like I'm being over selfish. So I'll say to her, honey, here, take the clicker. Because I'll watch maybe some of the Phillies game or something that I like. And she'll say, no, you go ahead. So that's the way it works in our house. I'm a TV aficionado, so she usually likes the stuff I pick. She's submitting to your male dominance. Yes. <laughs> so we're both, we're both male pigs. Old-fashioned we? in a lot of ways. <laughs> we both have women that... Uh, Submit to our authority. <laughs> you know, women everywhere are like, these guys, I hate these guys. I can hear buttons being pushed everywhere. No, we there are princesses. We just... Uh, oh, see, there's another. You see, there's that male chauvinist thing, you know. We're the kings and they're the queens, right? Uh, if you only knew the things I do for my wife, get up in the morning, make her coffee, make her pack her lunch, make it, make sure she takes her vitamins and her baby this, aspirin. This is starting to sound like that 10cc song from the 70s. <gasps> All the right, things we do for love. Tom and Mike. All right. 
Here's why I love this country so much, Thomas. I love it, I love it, I love it. Because just when you think it hits rock bottom with the reemergence of the white supremacists and all this talk about nationalism and all these videos about people calling black people for, you know, lemonade stands or sleeping on there, it's so upsetting. And then what happens during this primary season? Have you seen who the people are going to be up for election through this primary season. I know a lot of blacks, Muslims, lesbians, transgender people. Yes. I mean, it's almost like, you know, the electorate is saying, hey, watch this, right? We're going to get you back. Right. It's, I mean, you know? the first female black woman running for governor in Georgia. You got Somali, first American Somali lawmaker, a Palestinian lawmaker, a Sikh. It's just amazing. Unfortunately, Thomas, unfortunately, they all come from one party. And this country would be so much better if we saw a little bit more diversity in another party. Agreed. Right? Totally agreed. You know, and, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. Now, our... our uh, we do believe in the two-party system, don't we? Yes. But I want to see... We're that not other... partisan in any way. Right. We but are I... equal opportunity offenders. But I just... Like, I've been wondering how the Democrats are going to totally screw up this next election because everything's being handed to them on a silver platter. And, you know, they're just going to do something. Well, the two things they shouldn't do is keep talking about the socialism and they also should not keep talking about Nancy Pelosi getting reelected as speaker if they take it back because, you know, God love her. She's done a lot of great things over the years, but, you know, she's the face of the... Uh, of evil. Well, not evil. She's the Osama bin Laden of the Democratic Party. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little harsh, Thomas. A little all right, harsh. all right. Let's not talk about politics, man. Okay. Come on. Right. You're killing me here. I think everybody can agree that Nazis and white supremacists have no place in our electorate. And, you know, when they call upon the big Nazi rally in Washington, I think like 20 people showed up, right? Right. I love that. Well, you know. You now, know. a Nazi rally in Illinois <laughs> you know, may have a different outcome. Yeah, I, don't, I still don't think they'd get that many. The, the, the protesters will always outnumber because even though Nazis are bad people, some of them aren't stupid and they know they're going to get their ass whooped sometimes when the numbers are for a second. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> and we can assume some are good. Right. So, so. <laughs> no, who, we can't assume that. Who says that? Kind I don't of stuff? know. Who, who is, would be crazy enough to uh, say something know. like that? Tom and Mike. All right, let's get back to something we love, television, even though we're on radio. We love radio, but we also love television because we can't be on radio 24 hours. Although you can, can't you? <laughs> but anyway, what do you think? Wait, wait, what did you mean by that? Because you never stop. You got shows everywhere. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what I meant by that. Okay. Uh, well, the, I thought we were going to talk about mail turnoffs. Oh, do you want to talk about that? Well, uh, that's on your list of things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we're we do this ad lib, you knucklehead. Well, I, I like to go by your format okay, that you're you right. set. You're you right. set the agenda, my friend, because you're the boss. Okay, when you're I'm walking, just along for the ride. When you walk down the road, right, or you're out at the mall shopping with your lovely wife, or you're at a ball game or something, what when you see a male and they're they either wearing or they have something, what turns you off on them? And you look at them and say. That guy's a jerk. Anything? Yes, there's one thing. What is it? And guys, if this is you, I apologize if I'm offending you, but it drives me crazy. 
And I thought until recently it was just a Southern thing. But no, this is universal all over this great land. Men are doing this everywhere, and it drives me crazy. Do you know what it is? Uh, uh, let's see. Men. No, do- you'll never guess right, in go 100 ahead. years. Well, I have about 50 of them, but go ahead. Sockless men. men yeah, well. Men yeah. who refuse to wear socks, and they have loafers on their bare feet. Well, you know what's even worse than that? What? L- loafers with shorts. Yes, and no socks. That's the only thing that you see of a guy and say, you know, that that's not, you know, I would never go that direction. I'm not crazy about the big, heavy beards, which a lot of guys are doing now. I just look at it and I start itching. <laughs> well, I got quite a few more than you do, my friend. Oh, I bet you do. I bet you do. How about a man bun? A man bun? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, that's it. pretty disgusting. When yeah. I see guys over 30 skateboarding to work. Yeah, right. How about gold chains? Gold chains, you know, I think that's kind of part of another community that we're not involved in, so... Are you talking about Italianos, uh, or... No, I was talking about the hip-hop community, oh, okay. you know. Well, I was talking about white guys wearing gold chains. Oh, okay, chains. I got you. Or bracelets. I don't like jewelry on men. Okay. How about, I've seen you do this a couple of times, and I didn't want to say anything, wearing your sweater over your shoulders. You've seen me do that? <laughs> I was a joke, Thomas. But you know, you've seen those I've guys. I've never done that. I know, and, you, and that's what I'm saying. They, they wear sweaters over their shoulders, tied in the front. Oh, yeah. That, that's like Thurston Howell the Third, Right. Or how about guys that wear madras or really pastel-colored shorts? I have some light green shorts. <laughs> Just don't wear them in my company, buddy. So that drives you crazy? It doesn't drive me crazy, but I mean, I wouldn't be caught dead wearing that kind of stuff. Don't you know the rule of thumb? It's beige after Memorial Day and, you know, dark colors after Labor Day. It is? Yes. Ugh. You know, lighter colors after Memorial Day and darker colors after Labor Day. You, what, you what didn't about, know that? I, I subscribe to that rule. I'm very anal when it comes huh. to my, my colors and my fashion. What about a guy having a soul patch? You know what a soul patch is? No. A soul patch is their face is completely shaven, but they've grown something under their bottom lip. Oh, okay. Would you go for that? No. What about a goatee like Chuck Todd? No can do. I don't understand that. Starting do you? to sound like that Hall and Oates song. <laughs> I don't understand Chuck. <laughs> Chuck Todd has that goatee. He's probably the only guy on television that has a goatee like that. I can't go for that. No can do. Yeah, right. All right. <laughs> so anything else about a man? I don't see many of them anymore. I think they've been shamed. How about fanny packs? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's disgusting. Do you still have yours? All right. Don't ask me that question. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Hey, here's something that I actually had back when I was in my early 30s, and I thought it was cool. I had a ponytail. Oh, that's okay. Although, after like 50... Not so cool. No, but back in the day, I never had my hair quite that long. You had that hair that long? Yeah. I had trouble getting the rubber band around it, so I had Karen wrap it up for me. (laughs) They're good at that, you know? Right. You know what I love on male or female? But you you have to be African-American to pull this off. I love the whole braided thing. I think that's very cool. 
Some look really attractive. I like, I can't pull it off because my hair is too thin, wearing the comb stuck in my head. <laughs> I don't you like that look? I don't believe you at all. <laughs> Who's the guy that does You are that? bad. That's the guy. You are so bad. That's the, the band leader for Jimmy Fallon. The Roots guy. He's the. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he always. You can have What's him that on, guy's name? Come on, help me out here. Uh, boots or Toots? No, or, uh, no, no, no. Oh, Q, Q-Tip or. Uh, no. It's something like that. Oh, man. Cork. No. With, yeah. Okay, whatever. All, all right. right. You know, speaking Never of. Never mind. T- going back to TV. Just don't Google over there. I can, <laughs> everybody's not. Googling right now. What's that guy's name? I know it's driving me crazy. I'll get it before we get off. Tom and Mike. Can you, Thomas, tell me what TV do you, show do you think is most watched by families in America? That more families get together as a family and watch this show more than any other show. Might surprise you. Uh, no clue. Come on, buddy. You're the Renaissance man. You got to figure this out. What's a show that doesn't offend people, that teaches people things, that's entertaining? And I just discovered it recently. And family it's on- Feud? No. You ready? Yeah. Shark Tank. Shark Tank? Yeah, you know what? I never watched it when it came on the air first. And now that they run it on MSN, not MSNBC, CNBC, the business channel, every night for like two hours. And lately, my wife and I have been getting into them. It's a fascinating show because they have five or six sharks, which are tremendous entrepreneurs. Mark Cuban, that Barbara Corcoran is a real estate magnet, uh, a bunch of people. And they bring different sharks in each Usually they keep the same five or six, but sometimes they have different ones that come in. And they have these people that come up with these incredible ideas, and they, on right on the spot, will criticize them. And a lot of times, you'll see all six of the sharks say, nope, you didn't do it. No, Get they say, and because of that, I'm out. Right. Exactly. You do watch it. I've seen it before. Well, you should I've try I've lifted that phrase when somebody's pitching me on an idea. I, I do the exact same thing. I had a real estate guy recently. I have a piece of land, and he was pitching me to sell it, but his pitch was so weak. I just said, you know, I just got to say, while some of your ideas are good, all in all, I've looked at everything, and because of your lack of marketing ideas on this particular issue, I'm out. Right. That's just, what they, that's just how they do it. I love that. But you know, I you love got- saying that. It gives me like this feeling of power, you know? But some of the people come up with the most ingenious things. Like, for example, just the other night. I got it. The name of the uh, band leader for the Tonight Show. What? Doc Severinsen. Yep, that's I thought. (laughs) (laughs) That was 100 years ago. No, the name of the band are The Roots, but I can't can't remember the guy's name. Oh. Oh, anyway, never mind. But just the other night I was watching the Shark Tank, and these two young co-eds, they went to Columbia, I think they went to Columbia, but they came up with an idea that I think is fascinating, and two of the sharks bid on it. They came up with a cup, a glass, that's edible. So you put your drink in it, and rather than screwing up the economy, or not the economy, the uh, environment, you just chew it and eat it. It's made out of a kind of like a fruit and vegetable gelatin, and it can hold liquid and it can hold heat, but when you're done with it, you can eat it. How about that? Wow. That's the kind of stuff you're finding. And rather than watching other reality shows, this is real reality, my friend. I don't watch any reality shows. How about you? No. There was Uh, one I was watching for a while I kind of liked called The Prophet. Did you ever see that? No. I've seen it advertised. It's this guy that goes around and 
he finds struggling businesses and he has to take complete control of them in order to invest to turn them around. And it was interesting at first, but every scenario is the same, you know. So I got bored with that. I get bored easily. I know you do. You tell me that all the time. You get bored with all my questions, I think. <laughs> Tom and Mike. Let's talk a little plastic surgery. Now, we're going to keep this just as celebrities because that's all that really matters because who cares if the guy down the street has bad plastic surgery or the woman. Who do you think, male, female, both, has had the worst plastic surgery that you can think of right now? Celebrity. Priscilla Presley. You're so right. This woman was beautiful, Thomas. That guy should, her doctor should be put in jail, shouldn't he? Yeah, she was so beautiful. Why did she do it? It's that insecurity that one has about aging, I guess. And, you know, sometimes it just turns out horribly. Oh, She looks so, terrible. She then, was so beautiful. Yeah, she was. And now, boy, I tell you. You know so- why I said her? Why? She was one of the stars on Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> was she? I didn't know that. She was. The only one I remember only because I thought she was a, was, was a little fidget was that Charlie Tilton. What was her name? Charlene Tilton? Char- Charlize. Uh, no, Til- I think it was Charlene. Charlene Tilton, right? Whatever. She whatever. was like four foot eight. Right. What, oh, okay. She wasn't a fidget. Tiny, no. tiny girl. Now, all right. So now how, how about male? That's an easy one, too. Because he was handsome as a young man. Val Kilmer? No. Oh, I'm not Val Kilmer for, looks pretty awful. He's had cancer for about five years now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's dying. He is? Yeah, well, it's debatable. If you go on the internet or Google, he, he's had, I think, throat cancer or jaw cancer or something. Okay, but, who's the male? Oh, come on, it's easy. Mickey Rourke. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. I thought he just got hit too many times and he was in the ring. Yeah, he looks awful. Right? I'll tell you, you, on the other side of that coin... You know who's has the best plastic surgery of any man I've ever seen is uh, William Shatner or George Hamilton. Well, yeah, and that's pretty amazing because George Hamilton used to stay out in the sun all the time. He should no, be. I think he, he should be got, a prune. I think he got that spray tan. Oh, really? And and, you know, and the woman who's who's beautiful and had a great doctor. That's why Priscilla Presley should be kicking herself for not getting this doctor. Is Jane Fonda? Yeah, Jane Fonda does look great. Do you know what they have? And I don't, I've never been to a plastic surgeon, but what I hear, most plastic surgeons have a uh, motto on their wall. Do you know what it says? No. When life gives you lemons, an operation can give you melons. <laughs> right, buddy? That's on the wall? That's on the wall. <laughs> it didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to look for that sign when I'm ready to go in and you know, get a few things lifted up. You know, normally you go get a lift from the body shop. You're oh, not, yeah, it is kind of like a body shop. You're never going to do that. You, all no. you got to do is get out there and swim in that saltwater pool of yours every day, and you'll stay a young man. You'll be young, Thomas, into your 80s, which is what, about another three years? No. No. All right, pal, getting off that kind of stuff. I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself with two of our most famous segments, Dead or Alive and True or False. So you've been so terrible now, I'm going to give you an easy dead alive. Are you ready, my buddy? Sure. Okay, here we go. He was the star of the original sci-fi cult series Battlestar Galactica. Very good-looking man, Richard Hatch. Alive. Dead at 71. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing that the guy's dead. It's just... 
I haven't gotten one right yet. You are <laughs> such a con- you're like Needlemeyer over right, there. Get, you're, you're such a conniver. I'll give you a layup. She was in the original Gone with the Wind, which I think was filmed in 1929. She was the original princess or whatever they call it in the original Robin Hood. Olivia de Havilland. Yeah, yeah, I know this. You know why? Why? Oh, gosh, I know it. Yeah. You've got some kind of connection. Yeah, I do. I have a connection. She's dead. But here's the thing. She's alive. No, she's not. She's 102. She's still alive? Yes, she is. Wait a minute. I thought she just passed away recently. That was somebody else. Oh, man. Now, see, I'm confused. That was a layup, and you missed that one. Yeah, I have a friend of mine who is related to her. She's like his uh, grandmother. You know, this guy is in radio. Go ahead. I'll give you a chance. This guy's in radio. And, you know, I think I told you this story where he drove a little crappy Chevy Vega or something. This is back in the 80s. And he said, I got to clean up my car. And it's one of those single DJs. He had Big Mac wrappers all throughout his car. Just a stinky, ratty car. And he says, I got to clean up my car. My grandma's coming in to the airport uh, and I got to go pick her up. And uh, I said, okay, uh, who's your grandma? His grandma was Olivia de Havilland. Can you believe that? So go ahead, real quick while I'm talking, Google it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think she's still alive. Olivia de Havilland. Okay, uh, what's your next one? Okay, my next one is, he was the original judge in the People's Court, Judge Joseph Wapner. I would say (laughs) that he is dead. Oh, yes, you finally got one. He died at 97. And you're right. She's still alive, Olivia de Havilland. Isn't that amazing? Is 102. You tell somebody that this woman was in the original Gone with the Wind in 1929, and you'd say, oh, yeah, she's dead. Right. Wow. And, and I actually had that connection, and I still blew it. Can you believe that? No, I can't. What are you making noises over there? I hit my glasses to my phone looking for a piece of paper. Way to go. To, to come up with my next thing. All right, so you kind of redeemed yourself. I think you're like one for nine so far. (laughs) I'm batting 100 in the game of life. It's time for Fake News, Not Fake News. A leading surgeon is under fire for saying he's pretty bummed about losing his patient, but it's not like they were good friends or anything. True. False. That was from The Onion. Okay. All right, here's another. <laughs> We're not going to play these anymore because you're terrible. I am terrible. All right, here's, here's one. The Chinese government has just ruled that rainbow trout can now be labeled in stores and sold as salmon. True. That is true. Why do you think that was true? I don't know. I'm just going to stick with true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. An 81-year-old British tourist cut her vacation to a resort area in southern Spain short because... She said there were too many Spanish people. I would say that was from The Onion, but it's too today sounding to me. And your answer is? True. You are right. So two out of three. Two out of three. You still yeah. want to play these things? or? Yeah, I do. But here's the thing. When you do really poorly on trivia. Right. This isn't trivia. St- people, start, people start, yeah, it is kind of. People start looking at you funny if you're really bad. Like, for instance, my daughter Jackie is going to be getting married. Right. And 
her fiance and her were sitting around here at our home the other day playing trivia. Right. I mean, really, she was giving him softballs all the way, and he was blowing it. And you think of him different, she, like he's a she dummy. She said, "This is," and she was. I think she was sort of halfway serious. She said, "You know, Jared, I don't know if I want to marry you because you're so stupid." <laughs> well, that was kind of mean, but that was kind of mean. But you know, my daughter is. You know, she's sort of like me in a lot of ways. That's why we we sometimes. Uh, but heads because didn't she just we're so her, we're so straightforward like that. Didn't know? she just get her PhD or something? That's my That's other, other daughter, Katie. But you know what? I don't think this. What I'm asking you is trivia. This is current events, and it's also, you know, well, it's kind of a twist on trivia. And it's also the dead or alive. It's it, people are interested. Because, all right, all right, all right. If you don't want to do this anymore, that's okay. No, no. I, I like to make you look. People bad. like to play along, and yeah, people like it when, you know. They realize I'm not really that smart. <laughs> you are smart, though. You're street smart. Someday we're going to talk about your education in the world of hard knocks. All right, buddy? You watching hard knocks on HBO? All no. about the Cleveland Browns? Speaking um, of hard knocks? I'm pulling for them this year, but we don't talk about that, right? Uh, no. <laughs> Tom and Mike.